0: Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, the Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Thanks for having me, Mug. Exciting weekend
1: all around. You've obviously looking at your investment portfolio after the weekend you had, so congratulations to you despite the uh, interest rate rise today, which might have been a slight damper for you. But overall, pretty successful weekend, so looking forward to rebooting and going again this
2: week. And a big welcome to the program, to the Modler. Guys, thanks for having me again. Um, goes without saying, we all love a public holiday on a Monday, but it's uh, it's good to get the round of games done by a Sunday because that means the, the mug's got some clear air to get his thoughts together and fire off a, a nice old Sunday night tweet. You haven't disappointed this week. So there's nothing about it, as you were, as well.
0: <laughs> uh, very good, boys. Well, I think we were all a little bit up and about after the weekend's uh, action, and I might just uh, kick it off uh, this week's podcast by talking some bidding review because there was some significant uh, results over the weekend. And, um, and I actually got told by a mate uh, recently, the obnoxious one, that we don't actually talk up our, our wins enough. We're pretty humble uh, humans on this program. And I think that's how you have to be if you're a punter. But, but boys, there was some top-notch stuff going down on the weekend. Pope, talk us through your bets and, uh, and how you went.
1: Yeah, it was uh, – I was probably having a bit of internal review after a couple of weeks prior how I was seeing them mugged. So my, my outsider bias, I guess, which I probably have on league, I had to review that and think whether I'd reverted back to 2021 enough. So it was nice to see that the system still held up, which um, obviously you go through peaks and troughs, but it was good that it was a good weekend. But to uh, answer your, your point, I think the first bit of the weekend um, that we had – might have been Saturday afternoon. I probably don't know if it's one prior, but we were strong Canterbury at the Plus on yeah. um, against Sydney Roosters, which came to fruition. The the other one I think was North Queensland, which are highly impressive against yeah. Parramatta.
0: I got the um, I, got, I got the I got the sense uh, when you were speaking the other night, Pope, that you're quite keen on that one. Um, that ten and a half for the Cowboys up in in Darwin. So, mate, that was an absolutely fantastic get. Well done, buddy. Um, and you also had the uh, Sea Eagles Sea Eagles Souths over, which, um, mate, I think that was that was virtually home at halftime. I think.
1: Yeah, assisted by a uh, thirteen V twelve, and that one to send off. But uh, we'll take the wins where, when they're there. Muggins, um, I think, also you'll get a Mother soon, but I think he likes the in that game as well. So successful on on both fronts there. Um, and I don't think there was anything Sunday was there. I feel like uh, I'm mate. missing
0: a game, but. Um, you, you had talked up the Titans, which we probably we probably missed on that one head to head, but um, yeah. I'm hoping that you you had a little bit of line stuff there uh, as well. Um, so we'll go to the mother because mother, it was an unbelievably successful weekend. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten bets written down here. I said eight of eight out of nine on Twitter, but it's ten, nine out of ten. Um, mate, can you remember them?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah good weekend here. So as, as you mentioned, the Titans. Uh, I threw out the head to head in the line, but as we spoke to last week, especially given you know an eight dollar price, I was more, uh, more leaning towards the line than the head to head there, so definitely a profit there. Um, yeah, South's the minus four at the time, so as I mentioned, you know, send off always helps in the first half, so we'll take that one. Um, Canterbury as well, so about 450, I think they were at the time, and I uh, mentioned they had to head in the line there, and you know, getting the wins, uh, yeah, obviously the a bonus there. Four sixty dollar winner, mother. We love those. That's it, and then uh, yeah, parlaying that into, into the Cowboys as well, three sixty and the, the line as well. Um, and I think uh, mentioned as well, I liked, I quite like St George. Um, they were a dollar fifty five, and I think the line at the time was five and a half, which they just ended up yeah. covering as well. So if you happen to take the line, well done there. Uh
0: oh, good mate, and over. Uh We just in the AFL as well. I don't know if you went just went through that. My ears might have just switched off, but GWS, uh, Port, um, Brisbane, the Pies, and uh, you just missed on Essendon. So Essendon was the only one that you missed on for uh, for the weekend, mate. And and I may have cursed you there because that was one of mine I liked as as well. So um, I had the five um, myself that I we spoke about on the podcast and also confirmed on the email. Um, so I missed on the Cats, beat the market there by 10 points, uh, but we missed on that one. Um, we slightly, or I slightly beat the market uh, in the Adelaide game, but obviously Modler uh, absolutely owned me there and GWS flogged Adelaide, got Carlton, got Collingwood, but missed on Essendon. But I'm hoping the one that uh, some of the listeners got a hold of was the super under in the Cairns game. And, uh, and that one really came through. Um, I know Richard Drummond, um, good friend of the program, he was tweeting me before and he was on the under, uh, for the winner to be 59 or less at $34. So he had a great collect uh, on that one there. So well done, mate. And uh, I'm glad uh, that you were able to help. So guys, that's probably just ties into the collection tin. If you like what we're doing, if you've uh, if you've had a bit of a success over the weekend and uh, you've had a win on the punt uh, based off some of the stuff that we've been talking about, um, feel free to go to the website website um, you can go there, click on the collection tin, and just put a couple of little, uh, couple of coins in the tin for us, um, just to say thanks for uh, for what we do. Uh, as I said, we don't charge for our, our service, we don't charge for the podcast, we don't charge for our tips. But uh, if you've had a win, uh, go there and uh, and you can uh, you can say thank you. Um, Pope, did you see any bad beats on the weekend?
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to get in the SGM angle in on this one, Um, Tight, close to home for us, being Melbourne Storm. Go down, so they went to Newcastle, coming off scoring seventy against the Warriors. So expectation is that they made it again, and they went very close another half half century there. But punishian you punner, everyone scored a try in that one. You had your coats, your meanies, your Olams, your monsters. You would have been able to load up. There's one man who everyone would have had in that. The pap. The pap would have had going on through a lot of SGMs and they scored 50 and the man who scored in 10 games in a row couldn't get over. So there would have been a lot of punters hard done boy there. And the fact he went within a, about a meter in the last minute as well, just added to the heartbreak. <laughs> I love
2: that. Uh Do
0: you see anything out there, Modler? No, no,
2: nothing personally for me. I think we were just talking off air beforehand. We've had one, come through uh, yeah, twitter and Dan- what do you expect to that one yeah daniel zanick uh, again who's
0: a uh, long-time listener a good friend of the program uh he was on the uh under the 173 and a half in the essendon doggies game and he would have been think he would have been feeling pretty good about himself at halftime because the total was on 64 he's watching a pretty stinky game of footy going yep this is claggy this is uh low scoring i like the way this is going Oh 17 goals, eight in the second half, and uh a two junk goals by Essendon in the 25th and 27th minute, uh, to add a bit of uh, insult to injury. And sorry, Daniel Zanik, no chocolates for you, my friend. So a bit of a bad beat there. Um all right, boys. Well, uh, uh good to uh to to go through that and uh and have a bit of a chat about the bad beats. Are we ready to talk some footy? Let's do it. Let's do it. Alrighty, Pope. Serve it up.
1: Intriguing one to start Friday night, isn't it? Mug both on paper and in the betting court, Adelaide v. Western Bulldogs. What are we seeing here?
0: Well, people could think that I'm a serial dog potter. Uh, because I've probably been <laughs> against the dogs in most instances uh, for the last couple of years, but uh, I'm Pottenham again here. I like Port at home here, Pope. Um, just starting to get a little few things together, I think um, getting the younger boys into the midfield, I think is a good move. Uh, back at home. I really don't like what the dogs are doing whatsoever. Um, And I see Wallace is out of that team. I'm actually a a Mitch Wallace fan. I I actually think that he brings a lot uh, to the forward line. I think he's a smart player. He's not going to play. They're really struggling with their forward connection. Um, It's Norton or bust. And um, and Aaliyah, uh, the big fella, Jonas, I actually like the big port defenders. I, I think... I'm a Jonas fan. Some people don't like him, reckons he's bad, captain, all that sort of stuff. But I, I actually, I rate him. I think he's good. And um, yeah, I like Port here, mate. Um, I've got Port here, five-point favourite, and that's not what the market is. So uh, I'm happy to go Port.
1: Is there any lingering effects from the week after playing in the tropics, Mug?
0: Yeah, I'm a bit worried about that and for, for the same reason, I probably would have been on the Saints uh, in the later game we'll talk about um, against Melbourne uh, this week, but probably for that reason I'm probably not, but um, uh, the doggies aren't Melbourne and uh, and they're in enemy territory and um, and I still think Port can overcome them.
1: Lovely. More more. Can we find early consensus here?
2: I think we can, yeah. Um, so the, the Model was up, yeah, obviously on port last week against the Saints and we'll take a one point win as much as we'll take a hundred point win. Um, so yeah, happy with that one. So it's liking them again this week. I've got them uh, about a dollar eighty. So I think there's a dollar ninety-two up there on top here at the moment. So I'm happy to to align with the mug on that one.
1: Strong start, fellas. Like it. We'll go to Sunday afternoon and a mug Sunday night special here that he tweeted about, the Freo Dockers v North Melbourne.
0: Very, very, very disappointed, Pope, to see that Freo have been hit by some COVID issues. And, um, and Lobb and Akers and Collier, who's – uh Akers and Collier have actually been pretty good. lob has been excellent. Um, so they're three pretty important players. Just thought that that line was – just completely wrong, unless unless the bookies knew something about COVID that, that I didn't, maybe they did. I don't think they did, but I thought that line was was well off. Um, uh, you know, Carlton go off against Freo over there at about sevens. Uh, I think after that game, you'd probably, you'd probably have Frio around about 12s, which is essentially saying that Frio and Carlton are rated pretty similar um, post that game. Then Carlton go off against North Melbourne around about 27. I had that game at 36. Maybe the truth's somewhere in the middle. They beat them by 50. If you're relining that game, it's got to be closer to the mid-30s. Fremantle go down to Geelong. And, and you're telling me that, you know, if, if, if Carlton were to play North Melbourne again, I think it's about 35, 36. And then you're telling me that Fremantle, after improving their rating by going down and beating Geelong, are only going to be thirty nine against um, uh, against North at home. Sean Darcy back, Suvalaki out. Like I'm not having any of that. I'm closer to fifty is my number uh, for that game. So um, I, I just didn't didn't understand that number whatsoever. Was happy to uh, to have a little go at it. A bit of air's gone out of the balloon. They they could actually have some more COVID issues. So. I think it's a stay away, really disappointing. Probably the angle Pope that I'll be looking for still um, is some, some point stuff around North Melbourne, uh, North Melbourne's highest score. Um, uh, what was it? They're, sorry. Frio's um, highest score against other than the first game of the year is 66. Uh, that line, I think for North Melbourne is sitting around about 57 and North of uh, North's high score for the year is 75. And, And their their median and average sits around about 64. So um, uh, I think there's a play there somewhere on the under uh, for for North Melbourne. So that's probably the angle there. The other angle too, Pope, where, you know, and this is more of an eye thing than anything else. And uh, sorry, man, I'm talking a lot about this game, but North Melbourne fall down really badly at around centre-half forward. They actually win their fair share of ball, but they are shocking with the turnover and they don't have much around the centre-half forward area to kick to. I can see a lot of possessions for Fremantle's uh, half-backs and wingers. So if you can do a little bit of research, get your nerd on and, uh, and have a little bit of a look at that. Um, have a look at some similar players um, that have performed against North Melbourne and see where they've got their possessions. There might be something there.
1: Yeah, I like it. Nice angle. Probably first time this year we've gone down that road, Muggs. So. What were where you're going with that. Uh, as we go to you, mother, on uh, might add it's Friday night double headed there. I think it said Saturday afternoon, so Friday night over in Perth.
2: Yeah, he was I thinking um, we didn't have the stats man on this week, but I'm here in medians and averages, so so that was <laughs> nice, nice to hear from the mug there. Um, yeah, so uh, as as Mike mentioned, there's a, a few outs with COVID this week for Frio, and and before those outs, I I rated uh, North about a seven-dollar chance and. Taking those outs out, and, and you know, the, I think they're getting Chapman and someone else maybe like yeah. Young and, and and Darcy, obviously um, throwing them in. Um, but still, it's it's brought north into about four fifty there, um, and yeah, so it's it's probably I, I wouldn't be playing into the nine dollars, but maybe a, have a little something on the line for me there. Um, and yeah, given given you know, there's COVID running through Freo, probably. Yeah, probably a watch there as well to see what happens there. Just a bit surprised that, yeah, that nine dollars, as you mentioned, the line didn't really come in at all with that, with that COVID dues, it's it's blown out, if anything. So, definitely, definitely happy to keep a watch there and see what happens. And, and, yeah, don't mind the line, I guess, as it stands at the moment, which is that
0: was actually a surprise to me, Modler. Like, I, I think Lob, Collier, and Acres have all been pretty important. Like, yeah. so to only see that line tick down, uh, two and then correct back one, I, I probably think that's you know a little bit disrespectful uh, i think it probably should have moved uh you know maybe four points collectively for for all of those guys maybe five points um yeah. so yeah that, that that was interesting in itself
1: yeah Mug, stick with you bit of a saturday afternoon blockbuster at the g richmond tigers winning form is good form i guess against collingwood what do you see oh. on this one
0: Always exciting when the Tigers are up against the Pies at the MCG, and uh, if I can, I'll try and get along and, and have a look at this one. Um, I thought the number was too big, Pope, to start up with. I know I know, Dusty's, um, you know, mooted to come back. Uh, the skipper, um, Or oh, no, he's not the skipper anymore, is he? Uh, but Cotchen, um is coming back. I think Prestia goes out, which I think probably outweighs Cochin these days, to be honest, and I don't think Dusty coming back is this bigger point shift as what everyone else thinks. Um, you know, if you if you look at his body of work over the last year and a half, you know, last season, this season, and I know it's only a couple of games this year, he's not the same player that he was. And I don't imagine that it would be the same player coming back into this game. Still a very important player, still a very highly rated player, but uh, I, I don't think it gives it the shift that some people might think it does. So I'm actually below that number Pope, still at the moment. Um, if anything, I'd have to be on the pies as it stands. I actually think that when Dusty does get named, this market's going to really uh, get along and uh, there might be an opportunity to back the pies. Can't be on the Tigers at the price. Have well,
1: well, I misread the uh, forecast in on that one Two Mug? The, the one seventy half looks quite high for the, the forecast Melbourne weather this weekend, I would have thought.
0: Haven't uh, haven't done the work yet, Pope, on those. No, well. there, no, very much. I'm sorry. Um, I'll have to have a look at those later in the week and I'll uh, update that for the email if I see anything.
1: Probably. Uh Mother, do you see anything in this one?
0: No,
2: as it stands, I've got a pretty much a market. Um, yeah, I agree with, with um what mug said though. So as far as my ratings go, I haven't really knocked them in um, for Dusty missing and, and um, you know he's he's like a foreman and whatnot. So um, there's a chance he's, you know, he obviously doesn't come back as good as he was before before he, he um, took some weeks off. Um, and yeah, given yeah, as the mug said, um, you know, if once he is named and, and you know that money likely comes to Richmond, I, I wouldn't mind seeing what Colin price gets out to, So yeah. probably a watch there.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I think, um, I think I saw one of the markets was, was up at um, 14 at the opener. And, um, and you know, I, I saw a few guys talking about, you know, thought it should be 18. And so, so maybe, the, maybe the market will, you know, um, really, really sort of you know, drift out a little bit there. So there might be an opportunity to, to back the pies uh, a little bit later for sure. At the same
1: time, Monk, at the SCG, I'm, I'm not sure they'll get quite the same crowd as what the MCG will have. The Sydney Swans uh playing the Gold Coast Suns, mate.
0: Well, uh, no, no action for me here, but I know this one, uh, this always reminds me of a, of a good friend of the program, The King. Uh, I know uh, I know he had this game a couple of years ago and he he was uh, hiding a few little bets that he'd had and he he had everything going through Sydney to uh, knock off the Gold Coast at a short price. And, uh, and the Gold Coast came through. If he's listening to the podcast this week, he's probably just shaking his head right now, remembering that stuff. And I'm sure every time this fixture comes up, he, he has a little has a little shiver. It sends a shiver down his spine, uh, this uh, this particular one. But nothing for me here, Pope. I don't know,
2: Modler? Uh, I've, yeah, so I've, I've sort of not really rated Gold Coast for a while this season. And, um, you know, they were... Thereabouts against Collingwood last week, but but sort of never really looked in danger. Um, yeah, so I've got Sydney a fair way shorter than the market now, about a dollar ten. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be playing into the dollar eighteen, um, but maybe maybe a little something on the on the line for Sydney at the moment.
1: We go down the nation's capital, mother, on twilight Saturday for GWS v the Geelong Cats. Intriguing prices here. What are you think
2: yeah, um, so I've liked GWS for a few weeks now, and they they obviously got the chocolates last week. Um, uh, and yeah, Geelong, I think, I especially early in the week, I liked, and I probably cooled off them as as teams came out. But I've, yeah, the models jumped off them this week. This week, I've I've, I've got GWS favourites at about $1.85. So I think there's two hundred four available at Toppy. So definitely keen to get involved with that price at home.
1: You say you say more that you've watched GWS for a few weeks. Does that coincide with Toby coming back? Pretty much.
2: Uh, he does that a bit. Yeah, I think it's. I think it might have started jumping on them maybe the week before he came back. I'll have to go through the archives. But um, yeah, he's he's definitely handy. I think Mug spoke to him being one of the most influential players in the yeah, in the league. Um, and yeah, as far as my ratings go, he's he's not up that high, but definitely definitely makes a difference. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mug. What are you seeing in this one?
2: Nothing
0: for me there, mate. I'm, I'm pretty much on it. And, um, yeah, just, just on the sidelines there for me, Pope.
1: Lovely. Short but sweet there. We'll head over to Marvel on Saturday evening, the listless Bombers against Hawthorne. Uh, Mark, we'll bring, um, obviously, emotional connection here. We'll start with you with the Hawks.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm probably always harder on, on the Hawks than, than maybe what I should be, but... Um, I had this game at three uh, before the Stringer news. Uh, so I probably had a lean uh, to Essendon um, with the Stringer news. And I think I spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. He's just so important uh, for that team. And I mean, they struggled with him They're spiritless on the weekend, which is a shame because we backed him. Um, but um, he's very important. And um, with him not there, um I, I wouldn't be enough to, to switch my bet and, and go, oh, I'm back in the Hawks now, um, especially when Mitch Lewis aren't coming back. Uh, CJ isn't coming back. So, uh, you know, it's not enough to turn me around, um, but it's, it's definitely enough to, to turn me off back in Essendon. And, um, and yeah, that would be my recommendation to the listeners. Probably maybe the one thing, uh, if I, if I was going to have a bet and maybe I have, maybe I do just have a little interest bet, but, um, might be like a Hawthorne forty plus or something like that. You know, just a just a point one of a unit or something like that. Um, we've seen Nesset and roll over a little bit now. Um, if they really are, if there's internal trouble, if they're spiritless, you know, maybe that's an angle. And and Hawks, the way they're playing, they're playing this sort of really dynamic, fast, sort of move the ball, uh, sort of stuff. Um, they might be able to maybe just slice and dice them. But but yeah, nothing at the core markets for me, Pope. Not not a proper bet.
1: Yeah, Monday. Anything stick out to you in this one?
2: No, likewise with stringer out, I've I've sort of reverted and and priced this at the market, so it's it's yeah similar to my Mar- probably consensus consensus to to leave this one alone. Yep,
1: well I will stick with you here. Can you get this number as high as what the market currently has? I don't think I've seen anything like it in <laughs> AFL.
2: No, I had another group chat where we are talking about what's the biggest um, biggest price you'd seen and there were a few hundred point lines a good 10 years ago when GWS and Gold Coast came in but um, yeah didn't quite get there this week with the model I've got West Coast12 dollars shot and, um, and there'd be a bit of I guess a bit of variance around that price as well so I'm not hugely keen to um, to get involved there and especially you know given I think there's a, another scare going through West Coast at the moment it's with it and it's gone down and um, yeah so I'm definitely not terribly keen to, to Get involved at
1: the price at that stage, very, very interested in your thoughts on this one, Mug.
0: Uh oh, my number, what did I have? I had my number at about 50 something, that was before teams. Uh, what did I have? I had 53 um with last week's teams. Um, so when I saw that 66 or you know, whatever, my eyes did pop out a little bit. I was like, wow, geez, that's uh, that's a big number. Um but yeah, geez, I think they're talking about more outs for West Coast, and um, I don't know. When I see those sorts of lines up, uh, I don't. It's not for me, you know. Like I, I just, that's not where where I'll I'll, uh, I'll be at. It, it's impossible to see West Coast winning. Um, you know, sometimes you might say, "Oh, it's wrong." I'm going to have a shot on the fifteen dollar or the eighteen dollar or twenty dollar or whatever it is, um, but. Uh, uh, I, I just can't find anything anything there, Pope. Depending on teams, if West Coast actually put out a half-decent team, I'd probably have to just be on on, on the West Coast, um, but um, nah, 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 leave me out of it, Pope.
1: Yeah, coming off two years of similar lines relative to NRL, I can understand where you're coming from in, in that game. We're back at the G Sunday afternoon mug for the Melbourne Demons, who it's fair to say probably challenged. On Saturday night, yeah, the Saints coming back from North Queensland.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little bit difficult this one without the teams yet because you get the sense that there's going to be a pretty big shift in personnel. Um, so I probably have to wait for the teams to to have a good understanding. I think Marshall, I think he's due to come back, so that's uh, that's a big in uh, for the Saints and um, and. If it wasn't coming off that, that game up there, I'd, I'd probably be pretty keen on the Saints uh, here. But um, we'll just wait and see, Pope. We'll see what happens with teams, see where that price gets to. If, if it if it balloons out a little bit with the team news, um, then we, we could have a little go on, on the Saints. Um, but um, at this stage, I'll, uh, I'll be staying out of that one.
1: Mother. Topsport.com.au has that at 19 and a half. Do you have an angle either way in this one?
2: Yeah, I've got a slight lane of the D. So just looking at the AFL side now, they, they can expect to get about five players back um, Jackson among some others and Goodwin as well, which, you know, having the coach there obviously makes a bit of a difference. Um, yeah, Saints obviously getting Marshall and possibly Billings as well. Um, I haven't priced Billings in yet, but I've got, yeah that thirty there, uh, uh, I've got a slight lane of the Ds, and, and as we've alluded to, the Saints coming back from, um, from Cairns, May, it'll be interesting to see some of how they, how they mm. go, especially in the second half, so maybe maybe look at some second half angles on, on the Ds there.
0: Yeah, I that. that that's a good angle, Modler. I actually uh, quite like that idea. Um, potentially the Ds in the second half.
1: Yeah, nice little nugget there, Modler. Uh, Mark, if you're very keen on Sunday, you can Head from the MCG and get over the other side of town of Marvel for the start of Carlson v Adelaide if you're desperate? One, will you be doing that? And two, what are you seeing in this one?
0: Well, I have a very slight lean to Adelaide, not a betting lean for me. Um, but, yeah, just slightly. I think I was like maybe 18 and I think the market's at about 19 or 20. Um, so, um not a betting game for me, Pope. Slight lean to Adelaide. We'll be interesting to see how professional Carlton can be here. You know, they're, Adelaide have been pretty plucky. And um, Carlton, if they are going to be the team that they want to be, they should really dispatch with Adelaide quite easily. We'll also be interested to see how Adelaide come off their belting and um, and see if they can actually atone a little bit for, for what happened last week. So, um, I think there is some interest in the game, uh, just not betting interest for me. Yep.
1: As Mug touched on very similar prices in this one, Modler, what are the numbers sped out for you here?
2: Yeah, I've thrown some few ins and outs here, so I think Carlton can get back. Uh, it was Hewitt and Williams and Adelaide are missing their current Captain Smith and one other player whose name escapes me at the moment. So given those ins and outs, the um, model's throwing out about twenty for Carlton there, so...
1: Um, yeah, quite a bit shorter than the market. So, probably, yeah, think about um, a little bit on, on the head-to-head and probably a bit more on the line as well. Northfield, I think uh, a couple of consensus bets in there and obviously uh, some volatility in player news that I'd say we'll uh, update in the email later in the week, Mug.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, we'll, uh, we'll just confirm uh, some of that action a little bit later in the week. And uh, probably um, good to mention it now, Pope, that if you want to get that sort of Thursday email, I'm trying to get that out on a Thursday night, uh, just before the weekend uh, kicks off. Um, just be a bit of a consolidation of the things that we've spoken about. You know, if if anything's changed amongst our views, we sort of just share that amongst ourselves on the gr- on our group chat. And then I'll just confirm that in the email on the Thursday night. Um, So you can, you can just receive that. So go to the website, go to the barefoot punter website, www.barefootpunter.com.au. And then there's a little subscribe button. Go to that, click subscribe, wait for 10 seconds. And then it should just say uh, that you've subscribed and then I'll get that email out on a Thursday night. A couple of guys were messaging me saying, Oh, I haven't received the email hasn't come through yet. Just make sure you check your spam folders um, because uh, it might uh, might just go into there. So you might have to just check that as well. Um, but Pope, Modler, are you ready to talk some NRL? Yes, so, we are. All right. Good, guys. Well, uh, our prices, as always, coming to you from topsport.com.au. And um, Tristan and the boys have been doing it for over 30 years. Great Aussie company, a great betting service. Uh, and, and they will take your bet. They, they love punting, you know, like punting is their life. They love taking bets. That's what they do. If you haven't already, get to www.topsport.com.au, sign up, get involved, and, of course, download the app. Pope, first game that we want to speak to is Canberra versus Canterbury. Your milk uh, taken on the dogs Friday 6th of May, GIO Stadium, and that's in Canberra. $1.86 here, well, pretty much at the pick. $1.86, uh, Canterbury, $1.96.
2: What are we seeing here?
1: Officially jumping off the milk here, Mug. They are too short this game. Jack Wharton, their talisman, playmaker, representative Um representative player I guess and and best player he's suspended this one and they shouldn't be favorites here Canterbury will jump favorites in this game so back to the dollar 96 now and I, I know me slash probably the mother too has an increasingly fondness for the bulldogs but uh this at very minimum gets the pick but what once you have a look at that Canterbury team and there's great awareness that that's not a good team so get on Canterbury now the
2: dollar 96 I like it, Pope. Uh, Modler. Yeah, likewise. Um, definitely, models been potting Canberra and, and liking the Bulldogs for, for a good while now, and that continues on this week. I've got I've actually got Canterbury flavour about a dollar seventy five, and I think just after teams came out, there was two hundred five available on the doggies, and they've trimmed in a bit now, dollar as Pope mentioned. Um, yeah, but given the dollar seventy five, I'm rating the doggies now. I'm still happy to to throw that out there.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay, good boys. And Pope, that total does look pretty low. But if I'm not mistaken, Canterbury's been a pretty low-scoring team themselves. And if uh, if Canberra have lost one of their key playmakers, is there anything there on the totals to be had?
1: Yeah, there might be. It's also winter's meant to hit in a few cities this weekend, and Canberra being one, it's meant to be a pretty chilly night down there, Friday night, which makes attacking football difficult. Um Mug, so I think the unders is, is a player there. I think Canberra's only going to win this game one way uh, confidence, ravaged Canberra. So I think it might be, could be a pretty dour affair. So yeah, it's decent call that you have there. So is that a bet, but Yeah, I, I, I probably didn't think so until 25 seconds ago, but what you say makes sense. So <laughs> off, off very minimal research, I do like the under 39.5 there, Mug.
0: Okay, uh 38 and a half we've got there at, at the moment. It's still still a bet at the 38 and a
1: half, boat. Yeah, no difference between 38 and 39, really, Muggs. So yes, under 38 is a bet.
0: Okay. All right, good stuff. Um, next one, boys, Penrith taking on Para, the Battle of the Mountain, Blue Bet Stadium. Penrith, $1.24, Parramatta, 4.15. We've got the line set at 12 and a half. Hope, what are
1: we seeing here? Yeah, I think we go twenty twenty one strategy here, Margot, I've got the numbers relatively close here. So, if you like Penrith, I think you're backing on the line. The the upside of what we've touched on recently, what Melbourne and Parramatta can do. Teams can be in games for a while and then get blown away. So, if you like that, do that. Otherwise, I'd back Parramatta head to head, which I think's more the angle I'll take here. My, my number's not quite as big and I think they'll be in this for a fair while. So I'm prepared to probably just back them head-to-head. For the reason I just touched on, I'll probably do away with a plus in this game, at this bigger line, and just put them on head-to-head. A little bit along the lines of what I did with Titans last week, but Parramatta are a better team. Um, inconsistent, but better team. So I think I'll just back them head-to-head in this one.
0: So para head-to-head
2: at the 4.15? Yep. Yep, From okay. Back. All right, cool. look? what do you see? Yeah, so for uh, whatever reason that the model hasn't really liked Penrith all year and, you know, look at the latter will uh, sort of raise a few question marks and, and it's sort of carried on at the moment. So, I've, you know, I've still got the favourites at about a dollar fifty, but yeah, so making para $3 shots. So likewise, I've got a, a bet on para there, but I'm just looking at the lists in a bit more detail now and I see the is on the um, extended bench probe. So I don't know if that's... Uh, a precursor that he might squeeze in um, uh, or if it's just uh you know if it's just theory playing games um, but yeah given what happens there maybe a bit of a, a watch just to see how the the um you know what happens with that bench if he if he comes into the side as, as the bench trims up
0: Okay, and uh, and boys, just refresh me. Was this uh, a replay of the epic final last year? These guys play off in that really great final. It was like I think it was only about twelve all or something like that. Really sh- low scoring, but just an amazing contest.
1: Yeah, well, it was very um, very shoot analysis. There, yeah, a week week two it was, and ended up eight six with Parramatta. Has really begun the dogs going to that one. So that's yeah. spot on. They did play in a. Um, a very enjoyable match in the final series last year. Yeah, so
0: maybe the, I guess they, they maybe take some, some confidence out of that, that they've uh, cleaned them, not cleaned them up, but got really close uh, not too long ago. Um, all right, boys, well, that's an int- interesting view. I, I I wasn't expecting that, um, but, uh, but always nice to hear when the boys line up. Uh, so take note, listeners. Um, next one, boys, Roosters taking on the Titans. The Roosters, uh, <laughs> here's another one. BB Print Stadium uh, in McKay. BB Print, uh, that's a new one, Pope. Uh, The Roosters, $1.30. The Titans here, $3.55 and nine and a half the line, Pope. Yeah,
1: I've been putting Roosters for a few weeks and it's continuously coming to fruition. They're just not playing playing well enough to be favourites against anyone to this extent for me at the moment. David Fafita's out for the Titans and I think the market's overreacted. A little bit here. I think the reputation precedes the actual output at the moment for David. So, I think the nine and a half's too many again. Titans showed a little bit last week against Penrith. Enough for me to be on them again in their home state in this
0: one. Mug. Yeah. So, what's going on there? So that's Roosters' home game in Mackay, is it? Mackay. Yeah. Mackay. Um, sorry. Yeah. Mackay.
1: Yep. Yeah. Take take the money and run. Take the cash when it's on offer. So.
0: For the home game, I think the Roosters like the most flush team in the whole comp. Like, aren't they like like one of the richest clubs?
1: Well, on the backing of an owner, they are, but commercially, they don't get great crowds there, CG and, and things like that. So, I guess depending on your uh PL via your balance sheet is probably the difference there, mugs. So, but the rich only want to get richer as well, I guess. Yeah, true. Uh, Modler, what do you have
2: here? I've only got, yeah, the slightest lane of the Roosters actually here, which is interesting given that the model's been potting in the Roosters and sort of liking Gold Coast the last few weeks. Um, so, yeah, as, as Pope alluded to, I don't know if it's a bit of a, uh, I guess, an, uh, an overreaction to how well they played against, or not so much well, but how, uh, you know, they weren't completely blown off the park by 10 last week. So I wonder if that's baked into the price here a bit. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, the model's throwing dollar twenty seven given the $1. thirty. There and you know, a, a, at best, a neutral stadium, I wouldn't be rushing there to back the Roosters at the moment. Yeah,
0: okay, all right, mate. Uh, fair enough. Well, Pope likes the Titans there. Next one, boys, North Queensland Cowboys coming off a fantastic win. Newcastle coming off getting absolutely cleaned up. Um, $1.15 here. The Cowboys at home, Newcastle Knights 550, 16 flat. The line, Pope, talk to us.
1: Yeah, it's touched on last week, look, I'm a buyer of Cowboys stock, generally, I think they're, they've they got a game so that's going to be competitive in this year's competition, but as you, I guess, are an up-and-coming team, you're not fully cemented in week-to-week week how you perform, and there's a lot of respect for you at minus 16 line against anyone, so that's saying you're one of the big boys, and I don't think they're quite there yet, I think that um, it's overreacted a little bit to Cowboys' performance against Parramatta. While highly impressive, I just think it, it's too many. A um, couple of big weeks for them, they went up and beat Parramatta to seal themselves a contender. I can see a bit of all that down here. I, I just can't get it that big. So I'm on nights with uh, relatively low confidence because they're underperforming, but the number's just too high.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And how do you bet here, Pope? Uh, do, you, do you have something on the head-to-head or is it all line?
1: No, I'll have a little bit head to head. I'll probably have a unit, unit and a half on the plus and half a unit head
2: to head. Yep. Okay. Good. Modler? Yeah. Um, you know, as a, I guess, a long suffering nights fan at the moment, they've sort of been smashed quite convincingly in the last couple of weeks, um, which has been tough to watch. But um, the model's slightly holding strong on them. It's got them about 485, and I think they've drifted. Uh, the staff since this afternoon so they're out to 550 at the moment so probably yeah a small play on the head-to-head and, and line there and, and you know maybe wait and see if they drift down a bit more as well
0: yep okay so just uh, no rush uh, to get into that one boys
1: um I'd be I'd be happy to back now I personally okay. yeah yep. to deal in, in non data as well of a couple of big omissions um, from the night scene this week so you can probably think there might be an emotional response as well. So, you yeah, know, I, I do like the plus 16 here. Okay.
0: All right. Good. Thanks, Pope. Uh, and the last one, uh, just for a bit of uh, S&G, um, Melbourne Storm uh, hosting St. George Illawarra Dragons. Storm, when are they not short? Uh, the Storm here, $1.05, taking on the Dragons, $10, bucks, 22 dollars half. A little bit of juice in that line, but uh, that's where we're sitting, Pope. What do we do here? Yeah,
1: I, I think most weeks at the moment, I look at a storm line and, and it's bigger than what I think going in and probably think that it's too many and then storm lead 20 nil after 15 minutes and I look like a bit of a goose. So um, <laughs> if you're going back to anything, it's minus. But again, as I've touched on a number of times at Amy, 41.5, a, a bit late for me at 2 o'clock on a Sunday. Marg, I know winter like hits we like Melbourne it. this week, but I think Sunday it clears up a little bit. So... The overs in that one, I think, is a really good bet at that number. Uh, as I say, I think the preceding few days are inclement, but gets better Sunday.
0: What about super overs, Pope? Can we talk super overs?
1: I think I think we can. Even probably, I'd, I'd probably the more astute might be storm alternate overs if um, in that market is is how I'd play. Like yep. the overs, as you know, may require two teams to score. That'd be my only trepidation with. With that to some extent, but um, I'd probably go in the, the Storm team title and, and find a price there.
0: Yeah, cool. So similar to perhaps that ANZAC game then, uh, where we uh, try and find something around the Storm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mate. Love it. Thank you for that insight, Modler.
2: Yeah, nothing for me here. I've got, uh, you know, I've liked St George the last few weeks, but um, yeah, it's the model's finally sort of at least rating storm, you know, along with the market here. So, I've, yeah, don't want to play here. I've got Sir George about 10.50, which is, you know, near enough for the hour of the market. So happy to, to sit it out and fire the poke in on the, on the totals, I think.
0: Very good. Um, all right, boys. Well, I think that, uh, that pretty much brings us to a wrap. Uh, probably not as much action uh, this Tuesday than what we uh, have had some for some previous weeks, um, but still some great insight nonetheless. Uh, as a reminder to the listeners, we'll get the email out on the Thursday night, so make sure you go along there and subscribe. As we spoke about before, we had a great fill on the weekend, so if you've um, managed to get involved in some of that, please go to the collection tin and, and just shake that thing for us. Um, but other than that, boys, I might just uh, hand it over to the Pope and just ask the Pope, can you sign us off?
1: I certainly can, Mug. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. Very good.
0: Excellent, boys.
1: Awesome. Make sure...